0: Good morning. You're welcome to More Than Money. We wish that for you every single Saturday morning, but we wish that for you every single day. The the good Lord is with you down every road that you go. And welcome to More Than Money. Good morning, young lady. Good.
1: Good morning, sir. How are you? Doing fine. Thanks. How about you? Well, it's a
0: lovely, sunny, bright. Okay.
1: Liar, liar, pants on fire. <laughs> the sky does look like the snow that is forecast to come, doesn't snow? it? Snow? What snow? Mm, I wish that that was um, fake fake news. I did
0: not snow that it was coming.
1: <sighs> supposedly. Yeah.
0: Apparently, <laughs> the word "supposedly" hasn't been used in the forecast. Been, <laughs> wow. And of course, we live far the the homestead is further north, and they're saying uh, eight to twelve. So that's going to be interesting. But goodness, uh, for the next couple of hours, you're safe, you're sound, you're warm, you're inside, I hope. If you're traveling in your car, your truck, you're out and around, please keep us with you for as long for the next couple hours as you can. We'll answer as many of your questions as we can. That's up to you. Just all you got to do is ask. And uh, we are happy to serve you. Lots of ways to do that. I'll give those to you momentarily. But you've got Gene Dickinson, you have Alyssa Young, you have John Elliott. We're all bringing you more than money this morning, right up to the point where the snows just avalanche out of the skies, and we're all stuck here for the next seven days.
1: <laughs> I hope not. I've got things to do. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stay so here. So
0: did the people who were in Gander, Newfoundland, for five days after nine eleven. They had things to do too, young lady. <laughs> Sorry, I, that obscure reference. I'll circle back to that. Welcome okay. to yeah welcome to <laughs> More Than Money. If you would like to be part of the most relevant financial show on radio, we invite you to do that. You can call us 833-707-7900. That's toll free wherever you hear our show, whether you're getting it through the airwaves or whether you're getting it through iHeartMedia coast to coast north and south. It's toll free, just give us a call. 833-707-7900. Me, I'm heartless and don't really care, but Alyssa really likes the icebreaker phone call. So (laughs) if you are the icebreaker phone call, you can expect it, expect to be thanked um, by Alyssa, 833-707-7900. If you would prefer an email, that works very, very well. These smartphones are, well, my phone is semi-smart now.
1: What happened?
0: I'm getting emails. I'm not getting updates on my calendar. Oh, that's right. And that's really annoying since I like to know what the heck I'm supposed to be doing.
1: We all like it when you know what you're supposed to be doing. Yes.
0: <clears throat> there have been some comments. <laughs> <My> apologies. <laughs> uh, if you would like to send us an email, Alyssa, A-L-Y-S-S-A at askmtm.com. Jean, Gene, G E N E, at askmtm.com. They both work very, very well. If you have something amusing, that would send that to Gene. <laughs> if you have something intelligent, send that to Alyssa. That's kind of <clears throat> the better way to go if you wish. And speaking of iHeartMedia, through the miracles of modern technology, you have access to our show wherever you have access to the internet. So if you are coast to coast, from California right on back to the East Coast, border to border from Minnesota. We have lots of listeners in Minnesota and uh, down to, uh, gosh, the Gulf Coast, uh, New Orleans and uh, NOLA, as they say, and uh, and beyond. All you have to do is log on to our website, morethanmoneyonline.com, morethanmoneyonline.com. The listen, lie button, red listen, lie button magically appears every Saturday morning right around this time and uh, disappears right around 10 a.m. So if you are so inclined, just go to our website and get crystal clear signal and uh, access to it wherever you are. And hopefully some of you who are listening this morning got that idea from being home with family uh, over the holidays. We hope you had a great holiday season that you spent it with uh, folks that you love. And um, I don't know that she'll have the show on, but we wish Aunt Jean a speedy recovery. Mm. Uh, Aunt Jean, John's Aunt Jean, and a sweet lady, a young lady who's been a friend of ours for, gosh, 20 plus years, and a wonderful, wonderful lady. Um, A ray of sunshine. She is a ray of sunshine. She is just always positive and smiling. And and supportive and and sweet. She's wonderful.
1: Sounds just like you.
0: Oh, wonderful. (laughs) Supportive. Sweet. I'm going to have to check my bio. (laughs) That probably doesn't line up. Uh, I have sunshine. And Jean's uh, (laughs) a little bit under the weather. And if you would keep her in your prayers, that would be great. And uh, gosh. I got to see uh, Aunt Jean's sister, Dawn, this week, and I got to see her and give her a hug over at the State Theater. We were there for Come From Away, one of the most impressive shows I have seen ever.
1: I have never heard of it. Most
0: folks had not, and when we got there, there were a lot of folks who were saying, oh, we hear this is really fantastic. What's it about? I don't know. A musical? It was a musical. Uh, Great fun, uh, great music. Very sad, Hmm. very touching, um, very funny, um, incredible production value, incredible, with minimalist uh, chairs and tables. That's all they had, chairs and tables. And yet they retold the story of 9-11 when so many international flights were diverted from being able to land in New York, et cetera, to a uh, airport in Newfoundland, Newfoundland called uh, Gander and Gander at one point was a huge airport because they had to refuel. They couldn't get to Europe on one tank of fuel. And it had largely been passed by. And all of a sudden a town of 7,000 people had 7,000 passengers that they had to care for four or five days. It was amazing. Just amazing. Oh, the story was fantastic. The production was incredible. Uh, Seeing Dawn is always fantastic. Uh place was packed to the rafters. Hmm. Uh, really, really impressive. Uh, my good friend Shelly Brown was there. I haven't seen Shelly for a few months, and it was really, really good to see her. She's the executive director at the State Theater, and we've been friends. She and her husband, Dan, talk about a man who married way over his head. Oh, my gosh. Huh. Well, he's a football fan. So for Dan, he outkicked his coverage. He just, wow. Uh, and there they are. So you go, hmm, there are miracles. <laughs> uh, you've heard of miracle on 34th street. Yes. Yeah. They they live down near main street. So we'll call it miracle mm-hmm. on main street. That's I just like the
1: alliteration there too. So that's
0: nice. Ex- exactly. And the, the letters, the words start with the same letter. So <laughs> both of those things, which is really good. Um, so just, just absolutely fantastic. And, and, um, uh, what a great experience! What a what an amazing it, experience!
1: The name of the show again?
0: Come from away. Come from away. And okay. it sounds odd, except it's kind of a Canadian reference. From you're not from here, you come from away. Oh. <laughs> and it's just again, it was just just incredibly well done. Cool. Um, you have heard me say, if you are a loyal listener for many many years, how incredibly blessed the Lehigh Valley is to have the State Theater. This is Broadway without a four hour drive, without insane parking, without going into the cesspool that is New York City, without having to put up with everything, fill in the blanks of New York City. Uh, No, you drive to Easton. On the way, by the way, you you stop at one of- Dozens? Dozens of incredible restaurants, fabulous food, safe and sound, and you walk into magic. Mm-hmm. absolute magic agree and uh shelly has often referenced the state theater as a place where where memories are made and that's that's a uh, that's a performance diane and i diane if that is her real name and our friends chad and angie and uh, uh jen and her husband and noni uh, mother-in-law sweetheart just uh, everybody and walking out so many people were so uplifted that strangers are talking wasn't that amazing wasn't that incredible there was a young lady sitting behind us i would guess her to be 10 or 11 she was mesmerized oh wow and apparently she's a young actress aspiring actress or perspiring sometimes she works very hard or (laughs) inspiring if she's taking in air but fantastic and and her she and her mom having conversations with everyone around her (laughs) just absolutely absolutely spectacular so fantastic 833 uh, 707 Icebreaker call still available to you and with the deep appreciation that Alyssa will offer you. Uh, jobs report for December 216, far more than they were expecting. Uh, the reference coming out of CNN, morons, uh, is that the economy are, is remarkably resilient. Uh, and the reason they would need to say that is because Bidenomics... The policies of Bidenomics are intended to destroy the economy. <laughs> and yet, four years, three years plus after the last administration, the economy is remarkably resilient. They continue. The American public, the American energy, the American capitalistic system continues to create jobs, continues to employ people, continues to grow our economy, in spite of the fact that the current occupants in Washington D.C. are trying to destroy it. It won't go away, and it's got to just infuriate them, which makes it even more fun. <laughs> so, <clears throat> not that I'm bitter. No, no, no. everything's good. All good. Um, did you, are you a New Year's resolution kind of person?
1: N- not really. Mm. I, you know, it's like my goals are my goals yeah. and whatever. But, um, I think we touched on this last week. I said last year, my, my New Year's resolution was that I was really going to focus on trying to get more sleep. Mm. And I... Not so much. Didn't really succeed. You didn't? Didn't. Mm. So I'm going to keep on working on that. But yeah, no, I... I, I try to, like, kind of, you know, implement good lifestyle choices all the time, so I don't really see the need for, like, a big New Year's resolution. Change. Okay, so now let
0: me ask you a question. Yeah. Uh, the vast majority of New Year's resolutions crash and burn within moments. Yeah. The fact that you don't use New Year's as as the line of demarcation. hmm <laughs> I don't know what Mark has to do with this, but Mark's line of demarcation. Um, Do you think that just the label, New Year's resolution, has in it the seeds of its own destruction?
1: Yeah, I think that that's a valid um, possibility because once New Year's has passed and that's sort of faded and it's not, you know, the shine wears off. Uh, I think that has a lot to do with the, la- the, the the falling off of like the emphasis of that stuff and the importance of it. And and, and then you just go back to your normal thing because it's not New Year's anymore. And people <laughs> have been
0: told their entire lives, oh, New Year's resolutions, it doesn't work. So you have it in your head, you're already going to fail. Yeah. As opposed to effective goal setting. And, and while this may sound like... <clears throat> Gosh, it's just polite conversation around New Year's. It really isn't. It really isn't. Uh, There are folks who will start New Year's going, I'm going to be on a budget this year. And it's already, what, the sixth and they failed on the fourth. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to put more money in my 401k this year. And they've already forgotten that they actually have to reach out to HR Mm -hmm. or I'm fill in the blanks. I'm going to, I'm going to
2: exercise. And
0: and, and from our world in our world, the financial world, there's, there's an entire litany of this year. I'm going to get my estate planning done. We don't have wills. Oh my gosh, we have to get wills. We don't have life insurance. We don't have a financial plan. We don't have a retirement plan. We don't have, we don't have fill in the blanks. Um, um, resolutions almost never work. Yeah. Almost never work. Um, in your experience working with your clients, what is is generally the um, inspiration for them to finally take action?
1: Usually it's when something happens in their life, some kind of, Change or a milestone. It can be anything from a loved one dies and they've experienced what happens when there are not estate plan documents in place and they're like, I'm not going to let that happen to me. I need to do something about it. Or, you know, a baby is born or a divorce or an engagement or et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah, usually it's a life-changing event. Yeah,
0: HR calls and says, you're almost 65. When are you planning on retiring? You're like, I I don't know. When you say plan, I don't know that you've called the right person. Uh, I think you've hit it exactly on uh, square on the head. It is something happens. Something moves them off of the path that they've been on. For some folks, not just years, but decades of... I know I should do that. I just haven't. I know I should do that. I just haven't. I know I should start working out. I just haven't. January 1st, I'm going to start working out. Because January 1st, they're usually pretty well hung over. And so by the end of January 1st, I went, oh, shit.
1: I'll start tomorrow. Yeah.
0: <laughs> did I say the first? I, I, I my, meant the first day the, after New Year's. The first day I, <laughs> that, I, that my head's not pounding. <laughs> and already the resolution's broken and it's gone. But you, you, you are... Uh, your list of life events, um, and it's just a short list, uh, is is in my opinion, in in your experience, in the experience I think of all of our more than money advisors, is the reason why people show up a- in our office asking for help.
1: Yeah, um, and you know, a lot of people who come to me for the first time. Maybe it's because of one of those things. I was, I would probably say most often, the uh, reason is, oh my gosh, I realize like retirement's right around the corner and I'm freaking out a little bit. Um, when they sit down with me for the first time, they have the whole list. Right? I need I need to figure out how I'm gonna you know use my money wisely and. Oh yeah, I do also need a will, and oh yeah, I've had this life insurance policy for ten years, and I don't know, I don't even know what it, I don't even know what it is. So we go through this whole list of these are the things we really need to accomplish, mm. and um, part of my job and the system that we have at at MTM where you have quarterly reviews is to help them stay on top of mm. that list. So when it's um, you're not just accountable for it yourself. Now you've got me nagging you. Every quarter quarterly review, it's like, how about those estate plans? By the and way, she...
0: that's why we hired her, because <laughs> she has extraordinary nagging skills. I interviewed Zach before <laughs> Alyssa came on board, and he went, oh, no, she's your woman. Oh, my God. We need someone who will <laughs> nag their clients into getting things done. Oh, that's my wife. Oh. And then Diane met her and went, oh, thumbs up two thumbs up. Oh
1: my God. Oh yeah. It's an, I nag in a good way. Um, <laughs> no, it really, it's, how uh, could it
0: be taken any other yeah, way?
1: <laughs> uh, we, I help make sure people get that stuff done. That's
0: exactly what a coach does. Mm-hmm. And part of our work of course is strategic thought design, putting plans in place, answering questions and giving information. That's an important part of our work. There's no question about that. Keeping people on track and moving forward is a huge part of that. And I, I I will share with everyone who's been with us for all these many, many years. When we started our radio show here, uh, I worked for a different company. They had a policy that they would uh, review client um, accounts annually, sometimes, <laughs> particularly if the client called. Oh, boy. And when we left, one of the things that I was committed to in, when we set up our, our company as, as an independent company um, was that we would have communications at the highest level. And we use our quarterly meetings as a minimum, as a structure. You, you, Alyssa uses the, the, the proper word as a systematic way of staying in constant, regular communication, not as a restriction. Four times a year, you go, huh? wow. No, we have clients that it's 14 times a year. Mm -hmm. And for all the right reasons, we have clients that are 14 times a year for all the wrong, no, I'm kidding. There Uh there are some folks who just like to chat. They like to stay in touch. Mm -hmm. But bottom line is that if your investments are not reviewed regularly, not so much for the investment uh, items as much as for the appropriateness of staying on the track that we designed what has changed in your life then we don't believe we can do our job properly add to that in our initial discussions we agreed you need to have your wills put together powers of attorney medical directives the entire package and have you done that yet um uh, well Mm. It's actually a yes or no question.
1: right? And if the answer is uh, no, I'm going to remind you again next time. <laughs> exactly. So you,
0: you got to, you got a choice either, you either get it done, which is to your benefit or you get nagged and it's going to get worse. It's not going to get better. It's not going to, Hey, I know I remember reminded you last time, so I'm going to ask nicer this time. <laughs> no, I'm going to go, what the hell? Seriously. You don't care about your family. <laughs> Seriously. I, I mean, and don't even get me started about about families that, that have young children without wills. Are you kidding me? Well, we don't have that much. You have children. Your wills will tell someone who will be in charge of the guardian of your children if you're not here. You don't care to name that person. You want a judge to name that person. Have you read anything at all about our judicial system and how dysfunctional these people truly are? It's, a, it's part of the governmental function. They stink. You should be adult enough. If you're going to make a baby, you should care about your baby.
1: Who's a better nagger, Alyssa or Jean?
0: <laughs> <laughs> she's only saying that because it's true.
1: <laughs> Just want to point that out
0: there. Uh, no, she's, uh, she, uh, that's, <clears throat> that's, that's well said. It's well said. Better as in more gentle, that would be Alyssa. Better as in I'm going to kick your ass. That would be Jean, mm-hmm. which is why so often um, we, I get to meet uh, two, a young couple that was in yesterday, up from uh, uh, Chester,
2: mm-hmm.
0: lovely, just wonderful, and it was very kind of them to want to say hi. That, mm-hmm. that was mm-hmm. very, very sweet of them. Mm-hmm. Um, typically, in our office, people try to avoid me so as much as possible. <laughs> they put me behind closed doors, and then I was wondering why. Uh, shortly after the beginning of last year, they put a lock on the outside of the door. What was that? that was odd. That's a great idea. Yeah, so <laughs> They're just banging on the door there. It's gone. So at any rate, um, as we meet new prospective clients and, and our advisors, all of which are fantastic, uh, often the the reference will be reminding them that if Alyssa or uh, John, Mark, Greg, Daryl, Chad, et cetera, et cetera, if they need an old guy, they can come and get me. So Alyssa will be gently persistent for a while. And then if you if you just decide you're just not going to respond, she'll come and get me. And then I'll come and get you. You've been warned. So I think. <laughs> uh, well, it's fair warning. That's right. This is fair warning. That's right. We have a fistful of emails. We have 833-707-7900. 833-707-7900. We have a number of topics that we're going to talk about uh, after the break. Uh, We have more questions recently about should we be investing in gold? Uh, We had uh, a recent transplant from California to Pennsylvania go, I'm so glad to be here. Did you hear what's happening with California's budget? Uh, Budget? I mean, other than the fact that they just do insanely stupid things and they went, oh, last year's deficit was $68 billion. Dollars, for one state. Wow. Wow, indeed. And it's going to get worse. And I'll tell you why it's going to get worse. Um, Digital currency. Uh, I had three questions this week about digital currency. I will give you my opinion about digital currency. Alyssa will correct me if she thinks I am wrong. I'll still be right, but she'll correct me anyway. And and, uh, deep into uh, the next segment, I want us to discuss... um, Ways that we can build safety, reliability into investment portfolios. Sure. That's one of my favorite topics. uh, (laughs) And it's it's one of the most important. One of the most important. So uh, 833-707-7900. Alyssa at AskMTM.com. MoreThanMoneyOnline.com. After this, on More Than Money. Got to pod that down or I won't pod it down at all. That is George Benson. What a great song. And Broadway, indeed, if you uh, were with us in the first half hour, you know that uh, Diane, if that is her real name, and I had the pleasure of sharing uh, Come From Away at the State Theater with friends this past uh, Thursday evening. It was spectacular. Absolutely spectacular. Thanks to uh, Shelley Brown. Thanks to the State Theater. Thanks to everybody who is been so instrumental in uh, reviving not just the state, but Easton, bringing uh, New York City quality, Broadway quality shows to our backyard. And uh, gosh, every single one of those incredible restaurants um, have got to be sending thank you notes to the State Theater mm-hmm. every single day going, hey, without you guys, Um It's because of the State Theater that we discovered Two Rivers. It's because we discovered Two Rivers that we go there so often. It's because of the State Theater we discovered River Grill and we discovered um, Third and Ferry and we discovered Mesa and we discovered and we discovered and we we love going to all those. Sometimes with um, uh, a State Theater show, many times without. Mm -hmm. So thank you to the State for so uh, very many reasons. Um, email a young mid-twenties friend of mine will be enrolling in his company's 401k plan good excellent loves his job expects to be with this company for the rest of his working life wow that's very very impressive it is highly unlikely yeah. but it is very very impressive <laughs>
1: you yes, me think that now <laughs> yeah
0: he'll contribute at least the minimum amount to get the maximum company match good It is. It's good. Yes. We'll circle back to that. Okay. Uh, He has the option for the funds to go in traditional 401k, a Roth 401k or both. He asked my advice on how to choose. My gut reaction is to go with the Roth. I don't know what why that's my gut reaction. What are the things to consider when making this decision? Also, am I correct that if he goes with the Roth, his contribution is after income taxes, Social Security and Medicare premiums are deducted, but the company match is tax free. Yes. You want to start at the end? Sure. Sure.
1: Yes. Uh, that's my understanding. The company match is still uh, pre-tax money, right? So what that means is, let's say at the end of his career, when he wants, if he wanted to move the money out of the 401k, right, his contributions would be pre-tax or po- post-tax Roth money tax free. Yeah, but then the company match would have to go into a traditional.
0: Yeah, I need IRA. to double check that because I know that I saw early last year either a proposal or an approval that the company match can now go into a Roth.
1: I th- yeah, we'll have to come back to that. Yeah, My recollection we'll- was that that was for the catch-up contribution uh like that but but yeah, we'll, there's a lot of new rules. Yeah, we'll confirm. Yeah, yeah. We'll confirm. Yeah, I'll write that down. We'll so, check it out. So okay. um,
0: let's assume just for a second that we're talking about the piece that this young man can control himself. Yep. The reason you want to go into the Roth is that at this moment in time as he starts out his career, um, his income tax bite, uh, I'm assuming for a moment this young man is single. That could be wrong, but let's, let's pick mm-hmm. the best possible scenario. Okay. Uh, young, in control of his budget. Um, relatively low tax bracket. Um, pick a number 60 years, uh, 50 years easily until he starts withdrawing this money. Having that money compound tax sheltered and then come out tax free, in 50 years, the likelihood that tax rates are lower, pretty close to zero. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the likelihood that they're equal or higher, pretty close to 100%. Mm-hmm higher, pretty close to 98%, uh, <laughs> the,
2: uh, the way the government's
0: going, yeah. for gosh sakes. Yeah. Uh, so the idea that you could compound for all those years without paying income tax and then pull that money out tax-free is one of the grand, um, exciting opportunities for a young person without a doubt. So uh, your gut was absolutely correct. Uh, your uh, recommendation to this young man, absolutely correct. Uh, One thing that caught both my ear and Alyssa's ear uh, was the issue that he loves his job and will be there for his entire working career. That would be uh, both an incredible blessing uh, and a remarkable uh, result because it's unlikely uh, either that uh, that will continue to be his best choice for the next 50 years Or that the company itself even continues to function the way it currently functions and or um, exists for the next 50 years. That's not a problem and and that's not an issue. And for a lot of folks, there's there's a fair amount of confusion over, well, gosh, maybe I shouldn't start because what if they're not there? If you are investing in your 401k and for some reason your employment with that company, whether their choice, your choice, uh, ends, that account is transportable. You may move those assets either into uh, a new 401k, if that's available wherever you re-employ yourself, or it's into an IRA, or depending on the circumstance, maybe even leave it in the current IRA uh, for quite some time. We have clients who have approached us who have three or four 401ks. Yeah, this is one company. Yeah, I left it there. It's like 25 years ago. And they never <laughs> moved the funds. Um, they they may have multiples. There may have been reasons they wanted to have multiples. But you've got a lot of options, none of which, none of which includes, gosh, I put money in that 401k, and then the company went away and I lost my money. No. That's not going to happen. Nope. It's not going to happen. That's not how that works. So, uh, well done you to counsel this uh, young person to... Uh, Be very active, indeed, making sure, let's say the company matches 50 cents on the dollar up to 6%. uh, If he puts in 6%, he has just received what may be the only legal, legal, 50% guaranteed return available uh, in, in America today. There are people claiming, like, look, you, know, you should invest with me. And uh, 50%, yeah, yeah, that's the amount. That's, that's, by the way, that's Norm. That's Norm McDonald. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Got that, Dad? Yeah, they <laughs> um, uh Claims are one thing. This is instantaneous, yeah. tax free, guaranteed 50% return. And in some cases, we've seen some 401ks that match 100 cents on the dollar. So if you're not doing that, you're literally walking away from the highest guaranteed rate of return available in your life. Free money. Free money.
1: Um, Two things I want to circle back on, if we may. One about the idea of, you know, does he use all Roth um, or not? Mm. Um, Would you agree that it would make sense to revisit that down the road um, if his tax situation may change and it could become beneficial to reduce his taxable income and maybe put some of his contributions in pre-tax if it helps him from a tax stamp?
0: Yeah, I'm unlikely to agree with that. Okay, and and here's why: um, the, the Roth opportunity, <clears throat> lifetime tax-free income, is so compelling that currently, if somebody was in a high tax bracket, how high would their tax bracket be?
1: Thirty-two percent. Yeah,
0: thirty-two percent. It's not that high. Okay. Um, when I when I was growing up. Um, long before I graduated high school, but when I was growing up, the uh, maximum tax bracket was 90%. Uh. And and then it dropped to like 63 and people thought the the sun had returned to the earth. And then it dropped uh, under Reagan to 28, I think was the highest. And it has since creeped back up. And I use the word creep intentionally. (laughs) Creeps. Um, So in my opinion, the tax bracket, the highest tax bracket, is not enough to deter me from recommending using the Roth, okay, particularly because of the tax-free compounding, particularly because of this young man's age.
1: Okay, very <laughs> good. Um, and then I found uh, my Secure Act 2.0 Ooh, uh, nice. cheat sheet, if you nice. will. Actually, it's like 50 pages long. <laughs>
0: <laughs> cheat <laughs> um, sheets.
1: Yeah. So um, what we were referencing was we knew there was a change and needed to clarify what it was. Um, Secure Act 2.0, which became effective a year ago, right, Mm -hmm. Um, says that employers are now permitted to deposit matching and or non-elective contributions to designated Roth accounts. Mm. But then it went on to say Mm. that there's. They're going to need they're going to need time to update systems, paperwork and procedures. So it may be some time before employers actually have mm. the ability to do that. Mm. I would venture to guess mm. that despite the fact that a whole year has passed, mm. there may, very well may be plans that still don't have this implemented. But uh, you were right. Uh, it, you can sh- you should be able to get the match in Roth uh, according to the law. Now, whether or not they're ready to do that is another question. And the thing I was talking about with the catch-up contributions, oh. I knew there was something Roth-related there. And that was if you make um, – if your wages exceed $145,000 and you're over 50, you're making a catch-up contribution, mm. that has to go in the Roth. Mm. That's That was the – Wrinkle or the new the, the secure Secure Act two change that was related to to Roths and 401ks and
0: ironically uh, the last point that Alyssa mentions about folks who are making substantial incomes that they catch up post age fifty has to go into the Roth uh, is likely the folks who are in the highest tax brackets yep <laughs> uh, closest to retirement the folks that uh, Lisa and I, if they were asking us the question, would say, okay, now we're getting to an age where electing the Roth may not be in your best interest, and that's when the federal government requires (laughs) you Uh to do that. And why would they do that? Number one, because they typically function financially in an ass-backward kind of way. Thank you, Bidenomics. And number two, taxes. Because if they are forced to put it into the... Roth side, that means it's immediately taxable. Yep. So they're taking more money away from you. 833-707-7900. Icebreaker call.
1: Yes. Thank you, Ed, for becoming our icebreaker call. Good morning.
0: Good morning.
3: Um, I have a question about debt in general. Uh, You just mentioned California was $68 billion in debt. The federal government seems to be thirty-three trillion dollars in debt, and according to an article I just read, Pennsylvania is fifty-four billion dollars in debt. Nobody seems to be doing anything about this. No politician is taking any meaningful action about it. Uh, where does this end? What's the point of even keeping track of it? It's bottomless.
2: Uh,
0: the, the the point, point yeah the is point yeah okay ends. Ed 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 pump your brakes. The, the point of keeping track of it is that it has a, an incredible impact currently on the current budget, and it has a long-term impact on every budget thereafter for our kids and our grandkids. So $30 trillion, using a very round number, it's more than that, but it's easier math, $30 trillion. under the previous administration where federal debt was being financed at roughly 2%. Uh, ends up being a huge number, a huge debt service that has to be included in the budget. Under the current administration, debt service on the federal level is two and a half times that. It's about four and a half percent. So that's an incredible leap uh, on thirty trillion. Ten percent is three trillion. Three every one percent is three hundred billion dollars that has to be paid out of current budgets. So because of rising interest rates under the current administration, the budget has to handle about $700 billion more in interest payments than the previous administration. That is money that can't be spent elsewhere. They continue to kick the can down the road. That's a phrase that's been around forever because that's what they've been doing forever. It crushes the budget. If they had federal, if they had fiscal responsibility, it's seven hundred and fifty billion dollars that could be used to assist uh, Americans from border to border and coast to coast, and and isn't there. So yes, it's it is politically something they like to talk about uh, until you're sick to your stomach or ad nauseum even. Uh, but the realities are very very real for the taxpayer, and that's you and me.
3: Okay, that, that's fine, but we still this number continues to go, continues to go up significantly for at least the last 10 years, no matter what the administration was. and our, and the money we have to pay to service at, that debt continues to go up. Where is this leading? What's, what's the end? The states are all in significant debt, and the federal government's in significant debt. And all we find out is how much more money it takes to service that debt.
0: Yeah. Where, where it all ends is when the American public gets tired as taxpayers of having their taxes be increasingly higher, higher, higher uh, for no value whatsoever. Pennsylvania is a great example. Our taxes go higher. Our roads are the worst in the nation. Absolutely the worst in the nation. All you have to do is cross the border in any direction and find better roads. Uh, so our services are not as good as the rest of the nation, but our comp- our country is our our country is not providing us what other countries provide to their citizens. So I understand your frustration, uh, and I think the frustration will at some point boil over either at the election bow the election uh, booth or elsewhere. Ed, thank you so much for your call. We appreciate it very much. 833-707-7900. Gold, yes or no? No. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, Unless
1: you're talking about jewelry.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that that took an interesting turn. (laughs) Zach, blue Nile. Um, uh, Cryptocurrency? No. No. Uh, Rumor has it there will be an ETF of cryptocurrency coming out relatively shortly. Would you recommend that for your clients? No.
1: No. It, it's interesting. I wouldn't recommend investing in cryptocurrency, but I know that people will. So then it's like, well, the ETF, if, if you're going to want exposure to that, that might be the better way to do it. Right. But still not necessarily um, something that I would recommend because I think there's still too much uncertainty and risk.
0: Uh, I agree 100 percent. Of course, the term it depends Uh, is written all over any question about any investment. Should you invest in CDs? It depends. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, If they help you get to your goals, sure. Mm -hmm. If they don't, no. (laughs) CDs can be dreadful. What? CDs are guaranteed. They're FDIC. They're fantastic. Hang on a second. (laughs) There is no such thing as a fantastic investment. There's only an investment that's fantastic for you. Right. Right. So there's nothing that's intrinsically good or bad. Right. Although I'm pretty convinced crypto's bad. <laughs> okay.
2: 833
0: uh, 707 I think we have enough time. Uh, lots of folks are projecting, predicting, crystal balling, that this year is going to be a pretty reasonable year in the stock market. It's an election year, yada, yada, yada.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: All of that having been said uh As Yogi Berra, the great American philosopher, is often quoted as saying, uh, predicting is very hard, especially about the future.
1: Yeah, (laughs) I always say, my crystal ball's broken. (laughs) Uh, My crystal
0: ball is not broken. It is actually a snow globe, and it's got little Rudolph with that little light-up red nose. It's adorable. (laughs) Helps not even a little bit. There are a number of ways that you can build safety into your investment portfolio. Yeah. Uh, Traditionally, the way to build safety was to hide. You pulled all your money out of the stock market, out of real estate, out of anything that might grow or might decline, and you stuck it in the bank. And whether you made money or not. It was safe. It was quote unquote safe. Mm -hmm. It was dreadfully exposed to taxation. It was dreadfully exposed to inflation but it was quote unquote safe. Yeah. Uh, in recent years, there have been a number of evolutions about ways that folks can still invest and yet have some reasonable, um, reasonable safety, reasonable protection, um, some degree of uh, insulation against uh, the, those kind of um 1987, the market drops 30% in one day, uh, ends up down the year minus 14. Uh, 2022, market's down 22%. -hmm. How do we get some protection? Uh, One of those areas is what's referred to as a buffered ETF.
1: Mm, I love them. (laughs) And
0: and give our audience just a sense of how they work.
1: Yeah, so a buffered ETF is a way that you can invest in the stock market so that you get to participate in upside and growth but they provide a buffer or a barrier of protection on your principal so that if the market is down you are not fully exposed to the loss so you get the upside to a limit but it's a quite generous limit for the most part um but without all of the risk
0: so currently, for example, uh, one flavor, there are many flavors, mm-hmm. many flavors, a dozen or more. Mm-hmm. One flavor says if the stock market goes down, you we will absorb any losses up to minus 15%. Right. So the market goes down five, you lose zero. Right. 10, zero. 15, zero. 16, minus one. Yep. If the market goes up, we will give you all of the gain up to 14%. percent hmm Huh. Okay. So that's a buffered ETF. Yep. Structured notes.
1: Uh, yeah. That's another way that you can be prote- not only protected from loss down to a buffer level, but also actually make a positive return if the market is down uh, up to your buffer level. So just like you described where you have a buffer of, say, 20%, if the market's down 25, you only lose five. But what's extra cool about the structured note is that those losses down to 20% turn into a positive return. So, for example, the market could be down 20 and you will make 10.
2: Mm.
1: Or the market could be down 10 and you will make five. And then on the upside, your gains are capped, but... If the market's positive, you also make money that way.
0: For a lot of folks, uh, that description falls into the category of um, that's a fairy tale.
1: Yep. Sounds too good Uh, to be true. Too good to be
0: true. Yeah. And uh, it does require, requires that you spend a little bit of time and and education and information to be able to understand the use of options Mm -hmm. and how an investment group can use options to uh, place a bet that the market will go up. They can also use an option to place a bet that the market will go down. Mm-hmm. It's called shorting the market. They can also place both bets, and that's how this dual protection actually comes into play. So fascinating idea. Similar concept on on the, uh, on the buffer side is with a RILA, Registered Index-Linked Annuity. Mm-hmm similar idea yeah longer term yeah
1: Uh, a rila has um a buffer so like basically um you know you're you'll limit your losses you're not fully protected but you're limiting your losses you you have that level of protection on the downside and then you have the upside participation with a cap on your growth i think it's important to note for all of these that we've just described that that um, measuring the market return is a point-to-point um, hmm. measurement, so it's not—it's not like you buy a buffered ETF, a structured note, or a RILA, and then um, the market drops—you know, twenty percent in the next two months, and you're like, "Oh no, now I'm in trouble." It actually doesn't really matter where the market is until you're at the point of maturity at that point where you're going to be comparing the change in the market to the purchase date. So that point to point change is what's going to determine your. When Alyssa
0: mentions the point of maturity, clearly a point I have not yet reached.
1: (laughs) No arguments there. That's good. That's good.
0: (laughs) Very. Very hurtful. You
1: were waiting for it. You yeah. Just, oh, it was,
0: it was there. a softball. Softball right it. down the center of the yeah. plate. <laughs> Top of the hour. That means Fox Network News. It means weather update. It means everything that you need to make sure that this is a safe weekend for you and the people you love. 833-707-7900. We'll take your calls, your emails after this on More Than Money. Stay. indeed. We wish that for you every single day of your life. And we welcome you back to More Than Money. Alyssa Young, Gene Dickinson, John Elliott, bringing you another full hour. Uh, let's be honest, 53 and a half minutes <laughs> of More Than Money. Your opportunity to have your questions asked and answered. 833-707-7900. Toll free from wherever you receive our show. Alyssa at AskMTM.com. A-L-Y-S-S-A at AskMTM.com. Gene G-E-N-E at askmtm.com. They all work very well. And if you wish to share our show with someone further afield, as long as they have internet access, that works beautifully. They just log on to the website, MoreThanMoneyOnline.com. Hit the listen live button and they are in excellent, excellent shape. Happy uh, New Year's to New Year to all New Year's to all of you. I guess you all get one. Happy multiple New Year's. <laughs> Uh, Whether you're doing resolutions or predictions or projections, it doesn't really matter. We're going to stay on track and give you the framework right on through the year that makes us the most relevant financial show on radio today, coast to coast, north and south, because it's the fact of life. We're up at O Dark Thirty to do exactly that for you. 5 a.m. Came very early this morning, by the (laughs) way. Um, We do that uh, so that we are live for you and answering the questions that are most relevant to you. Hence, most relevant show on radio. I don't think that's uh, something that can be argued. Our jobs report for December was uh, excellent. 216,000 jobs created. There were some revisions downward for November and October, a total of about 70,000. But that relatively modest um, revision, negative uh, downward. Um, We talked in the first hour about multiple ways you can protect your investments, Build some forgiveness, some uh, shock absorption, some protection into your investments. If you missed that, you might want uh, to tune in. You might want to tune in. You might want to log on uh, Monday right around noon as uh, this podcast of this show is posted on our website, morethanmoneyonline.com. Check that out because there are multiple ways and and more. We didn't talk about all of them. We talked about three uh, different ways that you can invest in the market and yet be protected if the market should decide to go down and with the way the world is. Could the market decide to go down on Monday?
2: Sure. Well, heck
0: yeah. Uh, but but we didn't see it coming. You never see it coming. That's why it's called risk. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, it's a board game, but that's another story for another time. Uh, California announced a $68 billion deficit and from where we stand, it couldn't happen to a nicer state. Eight three three seven zero seven seventy nine hundred. We go back to the phone.
1: Yes, we're going to welcome the icebreaker call of the second hour. Good morning, John. How can we serve you this morning?
4: Hey, good morning. Uh, I, I heard you in the last hour talking about, uh, I think you called them Buffett ETFs. And yes. it, uh, it, 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 it reminded me of a question, I, you know, a discussion I had recently with a friend who's thinking about retiring. And I know he's got about a million dollars in investment, and he was talking about income funds. And of course, I, I I couldn't answer much of his questions, but it can Buffett funds be used as income? I know this fellow would yeah would be needing income from his uh, from his retirement. He couldn't he can't retire without uh some kind of income beyond uh it's oh, he, not even eligible at this time with for social security
2: mhm uh,
4: so yes. i I'm, I'm just thinking about income funds they they're not guaranteed i mean you don't always get income from an income fund do you
1: well i can explain um describe for you actually a flavor of buffered etfs that is actually designed to produce income Uh, we only talked about a couple examples earlier um but i'm glad you asked because this other variety of buffered etf is interesting um because there is an element of, of it that is not d- dependent on market performance. So the one we described earlier, you have that 15% downside buffer and a cap on your gain of 14, and whatever you make is based on if the market goes up, right? So if the market goes mm-hmm. up three, you make three. If the market's negative, you don't make anything, but you might not lose anything. Well, the income variety of these buffered ETFs does actually um, produce income at a set distribution rate for the year. Uh, So for example, one flavor of these that's available right now, you can get an interest rate of say 6.4% for a year. It's gonna pay you that rate uh, monthly or quarterly, depending on which variety you choose. And then the buffer is protecting your principal. So at the end of the year, after you've collected that income Um, your principal will be fully intact if the market's not down more than the buffer. If the market change is more than the buffer amount, you might lose some of your principal at that maturity. But in the meantime, you've collected that income. And I'm using them for a lot of my clients who need income. Um, We're using it as a bond alternative for a lot of clients because that distribution rate that that they're paying out is set for a year and then it's reset based on market conditions and interest rates for the next year
3: got it okay
1: yeah so well, that's an you. option definitely Thanks. a good option to to look at for somebody who needs income it's one of one of many options but if you're interested in something that has some some protection some predictability um it might be a, a good way to get it hmm.
4: and income funds they're not you can't depend on them. I mean, when the market fell back two years ago, income funds fell as well. Correct?
0: Yeah, income funds are generally uh, populated by bonds, and bonds have two components that they need that we need to be concerned about: the payout, the yield, the income that they provide, and then the principal value. And when interest rates go up, the principal values tend to go down. So, yes, in 2022, when the stock market went down 22 percent, bonds were off dramatically. Bonds might have been paying four percent, five percent, three percent, but their principles were dropping six percent, eight percent, ten percent. So they were in negative territory across the board. That's the function of bonds. And a lot of folks who invest in those kind of income funds are under the misimpression that they operate similar to a CD. You put $100,000 in, they pay you 4%, and when you're ready to leave, they give you your $100,000 back. And many folks were sadly surprised to find that they got their 4%, $4, $4,000 off their $100,000 investment. And if they decided to cash in at the end of 2022, they might have gotten back $80,000, $85,000 and lost a tremendous amount of money overall. So, yes, income funds uh, have substantial risks. We at the MTM World Headquarters have largely avoided income funds. We're coming up on two years of avoiding income funds. Uh, Bonds in general have suffered. There is a rumor, rumor at this moment, that the Fed will start cutting interest rates at the end of this quarter or beginning of next. So whether that's March or April, no one knows for 100 percent sure. But if they begin to cut rates and interest rates follow, then bonds might once again return to some uh, portion of your investments that would be useful. Uh, but in terms of guarantees, uh, no, nope, no principal guarantees either on bond funds, income funds, uh, buffered ETFs. If you're looking for principal guarantees, those are called CDs. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah.
0: OK,
1: thanks for calling, John. Uh,
4: very helpful. Yes, yeah, thank
0: you. God bless and happy new year. And um, yes, the, the opportunity to generate income comes from a lot of different directions, Mm -hmm. a lot of different potential sources. And it's really important as an investor that you're willing to take the time to work with a financial advisor who is also willing to take the time to review with you the various options. Um, For the last 18 months or so, we've been looking at CD rates that consistently, um, um, even up to about a two-year term, we're paying in excess of 5%. Now we're seeing CD rates that anything out beyond about six or seven months are in the fours. Mm -hmm. And if you go beyond two years, they're in the threes. That means that banks are anticipating that interest rates are going to drop. So they're not willing to extend high guarantees. If you said to me, look, I don't care, three, four, five. I just love the fact that it's 100% guaranteed. My principal's safe. I, I can sleep like a baby. Well, then I think we've answered your question. I think yeah. we're right where you need to be. If, on the other hand, we're looking at, at, at substantial income flow, cash flow off of your investments, the investment that uh, Alyssa described Uh, sounds like what an annuity might have sounded like 10 years ago, where you invest in a a block of money in an annuity and they give you a guaranteed payout. And hopefully the underlying investments either hold their own or only lose slightly. Uh, But with annuities, you tie your money up for a fairly substantial period of time and the fees tend to be fairly substantial as well. Uh, With the buffered ETF platform, uh, you are not tied up. Each of your investments is completely liquid. They're in the ETF form, exchange traded fund form, and they can be liquidated literally at any moment. They are not mutual funds. They do not sell at the end of the day if you called your uh, advisor at 10 a.m. and said, I'd like to sell that ETF, it will likely be sold by 10:05. Mm-hmm. It's that liquid. And rather than annuity fees in the 1, 2, 3, 4, 5% levels, we have seen some of the older annuities where the fee structures are so painful mm-hmm. that it's nearly impossible. John was sharing with us just yesterday that he's looking at a, an annuity from a very well-known company it's a name you would recognize the clients have been there for a very long time and their net return 0.9%. The company has been making 4%. So translation for every dollar that was made the company kept 80 cents and gave you 20 cents. Yeah. That's that's almost immoral. Uh, on the ETF side, the fee structures are dramatically lower. They're not zero, um, 0.6.
1: Um, on the buffered ETFs, are about 0.79. 0.79. Mm-hmm.
0: So uh, not locked up, no surrender charges, completely liquid, less than 0.8% in terms of fees. If that fits you, and if you're looking for a five, six, seven percent guaranteed cash flow, and you can look for you, you can tolerate some fluctuation, some non-guaranteed principal performance, then it's something that you should take a look at. If you're looking very long-term and you just want to know, I want to know, hell or high water, that check every month, guaranteed in my bank account, Mm -hmm. that's called an annuity. Mm -hmm. That's what that's called. Very similar to a pension. Very similar. Uh, 833-7077. 900 yes
1: i was having some concerns about whether my email was working so i was gonna i was about to say um just if you really have a question you really want to ask you should probably uh call but um it's, i I've t- i just sent a test back and forth from my personal to my work email and only one of them came through so um yeah i am i am slightly concerned but not 100 percent positive that there's a problem um it might be all right so like I said just just in case you might want to call if you really want to make sure you get your your answer um I we'll have to t- do a little more testing
0: uh very good um 8337077900 we know that the phones have worked that's the number that John has called that's the number that Ed has called it's the number that lots of folks called this morning for the rescue show and uh, gosh I I caught on the way in a young lady talking about her uh, cholesterol and how she took red yeast rice, the LDL, um, CoQ ten, and uh, and then stopped, and her cholesterol went up. And she has a new doctor who's saying you got to go on a statin, and she's wondering whether she should go back and forth. I I I hope she's still listening. I hope she has is one of our holdovers from the rescue show because I've been using that very uh, LDL uh, CoQ ten for oh. Twenty-five years. Oh wow! And my cholesterol is so good. It's just killer. Just killer. <laughs> show off. <laughs> it is <Braggar. laughs> wow well, yeah. well, in this case, w- well worth bragging yeah, about. Yeah, no, that's and, excellent. Uh, that's good. News. Um, she should absolutely return and hmm. get herself back on track. Eight three three seven zero seven seventy nine hundred. Young lady writes: I'm seventy-two. I'm widowed recently. Mm, sorry. I apologize. Yeah. Uh, modest gross income of 72000 from a pension and Social Security. I would not call seventy-two modest. No. That's very, very good. Mm-hmm. 403B has 46000 in it. It's earning 4%. I have $4,000 in my savings account for unexpected expenses. My checking and savings are with a credit union. I own my home with a small mortgage of 60000 It's at 4.3. I plan to take my first RMD out in 2024 since I will be 73. Mm-hmm. Uh, My questions are, how much should I keep in a savings account? Should I move my money in the savings account to a higher yield account, but I still want the ability for quick access? Or should I put some money in a CD? Should I make extra payments on my mortgage to pay it off early? Thank you. I enjoy your show.
1: Hmm. Lots of
0: questions. Uh, Lots of questions with a fairly similar thread, which is uh, she's got strong income. But relatively modest assets, Uh, Mm the 403B, she's getting 4%. That's not a dreadful rate of return, and certainly not if if it's a guaranteed rate of return, some sort of stable value fund, and a relatively small amount in her savings account. Should she be fussing around trying to squeeze more out of her savings? Account? No,
1: no, I, I don't think. I think it's just important that that's liquid and it's where it is. It's not gonna You're not going to see a huge difference if you make another percent on that $4,000. $40. Bucks. Yeah, yeah. So not, not worth fussing around moving no, do things. Do not
0: fuss it. Credit unions, I think, are a better place to be. So you're already there.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, the 403B, you might want to have somebody take a look at just to see if longer term you might get a slightly better rate of return. You might consider whether rolling that to an IRA is in your best interest. Mm -hmm. Um, Should she pay off her mortgage?
1: No. Um, I think she should just make the payments because she doesn't have substantial Mm -hmm. assets. If she was sitting on you know, a $500,000 that was making very little interest. It would make sense to get rid of the mortgage and the interest uh, that it it costs you. But I would not feel comfortable advising that she deplete her assets because what if something big happens and she needs them? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. The only thing if, if, in my opinion, if she runs into a, a pickle, a serious pickle at her age, she would qualify for a reverse mortgage. Mm-hmm. She might be able to refinance, eliminate that mortgage without adding any more money, any more payments. Yeah. But I would keep that to the side, to the side. That's not something I would do now. I would consider that as an ace in the hole. Yep. 833-707-7900. We go back to the phones.
1: And we're going to welcome Bob to the show. Good morning, Bob. Good morning. What's your question for us?
3: I have a question on I-bonds. Okay. My wife and I purchased uh, I-bonds a year and a half ago, and we would like to know if that was a good time to turn them in, and then what should we do with some of the money?
0: Bob, do you know what the current interest rate is on the I-bonds? No, I don't.
1: I can pull that up. I think last time uh, I looked, they were down to about 6%. That was the number
0: that I have in mind. So when you got them 18 months ago, they were probably much higher, eight or nine.
1: It's currently 5.27%. That's the six month rate from November to April.
0: Excellent. So if you're at five and a quarter percent on those, uh, is this money that you would need in the near term for some project or some personal need? No then I would leave them right where they are. That's a higher rate than you're going to get with a CD currently. And that's going to carry you through April. Uh, You might want to uh, circle back in April and and, and have the same conversation. But for the moment, I think safe money, guaranteed return, not a bad place to have some dollars. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate it very much, Bob. Thanks. God bless. Merry Christmas. Happy new year. (laughs) And, uh, and, uh, and all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. 833-707-7900. Back to the phone.
1: All right. And we're going to welcome Elaine. Good morning.
5: Good morning. Uh, I have a question about a will. I had this made out, I don't know, some time ago. And we're not talking about a whole bunch of money. But uh, it involves an even split between children and stepchildren. Um, we've had a couple of deaths in the family, and I was just wondering what happens because I don't have any specification as to if they die, where does their share of the money go? Is there something in place, or do I have to spell that out?
0: Yeah, you really do have to spell that out. In the absence of having it spelled out, I'll use a simple example, two children, two stepchildren, uh, one, of the child, one of the children has passed. If the will says that that it goes to the children or the stepchildren in equal amounts without addressing what happens if one of them has predeceased then one will drop off and the three will share. That's not yeah. a problem if that child had no children of their own, but it is a problem if they have. It is not uncommon for a will to say if a child has predeceased that that share goes to their children. If there are no children, then it is split with the remainders. But that's uh, an issue that could be relatively easily addressed. It may or may not require that you have your your entire will redrawn, but it's certainly something that you want to clarify. Um, have a qualified, experienced estate planning attorney take a look at, and maybe it can be solved with just a simple addition, uh, uh, a, uh, an addendum, as they say, uh, to, uh, to clarify that position for you.
5: Okay, well your office did the will, so that's not a problem. Excellent. My my concern is between the children and stepchildren. There's at least twenty-five children involved here.
0: Oh my wow. goodness! Look, I mean, family. I mean,
5: grand, I mean, grandchildren. Yeah, well, that
0: fantastic.
5: That's great. So that, yeah, it's fantastic. But they're going to each get a dollar, you know, <laughs> <and> <laughs> splitting that up. You know what I'm saying?
0: Oh my goodness, that's not why you. They're going to remember you. So that that that, <laughs> that that's not the issue. Uh, okay. If you have any concern at all, make sure you reach out to our office. Any one of the ladies there can put you in touch with Keith. And, and make sure that it's exactly the way you need it.
5: Okay. Thank you so much.
0: Elaine, thank you. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Happy New Year. Mm-hmm. Finally, I got the, without the Merry Christmas. I guess I'm a mm-hmm. Merry Christmas kind it's of okay. guy. It's okay.
1: Actually, I think the Christmas season is, uh, today's the last day. Because then tomorrow we celebrate um, Jesus' baptism. So today's the last day of the Christmas season officially. So you can still say it today.
0: Do, do you know what what the Christmas season is officially called in the church? Advent. Is that what it is?
1: think so <laughs> I don't know any of that stuff <laughs> yeah
0: uh, yeah Advent yeah they're saying and you see we've changed the colors to purple because it's the it's the presopodes. it's the what <laughs> I've been going to church for a thousand years I know I don't know any of that it's like a,
1: sometimes Zach asks me questions that I feel like I should know the yeah, answer to and then yeah. I'm like uh <laughs> like
0: what what is the secret handshake that's the question there's they got all this you got to up down sideways seriously seriously
2: Mm.
0: well i we're in the inside of the secret club (laughs) i i thought i thought the whole idea was we don't need a secret club anymore we can go directly to god because jesus is our inter. that's right he intercedes on our I'll have to check with Michael. I have got to give Michael He's a He's listening
1: call. to us right now shaking his going, head. Oh, geez. I've tried so
0: hard with the two of them. I really have. I,
1: How uh, much longer is it going to take? Uh,
0: apparently quite some time.
1: Keep it up. Don't give up on us. Uh,
0: uh, we have seconds before we go to our break. So 833-707-7900 is the number that you should call. Alyssa, A-L-Y-S-S-A at AskMTM.com. Uh, do her a great favor send her an email yes and and uh, let her test her her yeah. uh, email so far i'm seeing that mine has been refreshed as of 927 which is just a moment or two ago so okay. theoretically I don't I'm okay i know
1: what i'm a little i'm a little nervous um
0: <laughs> as well you should be 8337077900 <laughs> back after this on more than money
1: He stopped
0: playing that no that I told him to stop playing it he keeps picking up songs they they whenever you stop it you're like come on I want to hear the rest of the I was that about song. to
1: start singing yeah yeah
0: kick that back on Joe <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear that I'm again. sorry her mic's cutting out is this I'll put uh, it on in the car on technical the technical difficulties just <laughs> um goodness Grand, great stuff. Um, the last one was Bee Gees. You heard this that? was Paul Simon. Uh, I've been uh, um, working out to some Rock and Roll Hall of Fame uh, DVDs. Fantastic music. Unbelievable. I didn't realize how much I love jazz guitar. Unbelievable. Some of the uh, – um, I mean, B.B. King is very well-known, but there are so many names that you would go, mm, I don't think I've ever heard of him, and then he steps on stage and just kills it, just blows the roof off the place. It's Unbelievable. Um, But you also learn about people that you would go, wow, and then you go, oh, that's very disappointing. Um, John Cougar Mellencamp, somebody should just microchip him and throw him into a pasture and let him wander around. Oh, my. Yeah, no, give him a microphone. That's a very bad idea. That's a very bad idea. More uh, painfully, um, uh, inducting ABBA, uh, the Bee Gees. And at, one, at that point, there was only two left. There's only one left now. Um, but the lead singer, was it Barry, I think? Yeah, Barry. Should never be allowed on camera. <laughs> never be allowed on camera. Mm. He has no idea what an appropriate demeanor is for mm. being on camera. Mugging and schlepping and just being, what a... Moron.
1: We should maybe just be fans of their music and let it end there.
0: Yeah. Right? Well, <laughs> <laughs> that has to be. I yep. guess that's our choice. That's our choice. Our cho- mm-hmm. Speaking of choice, you may choose to join us. Mm-hmm. 833. Mm-hmm. 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 Look at that segue. Just, you know, that was beautiful. That was, so that was so smooth. smooth. That was Ooh. professional. <laughs> Eight three three seven zero seven seventy nine hundred. Alyssa at askmtm.com. Apparently, her email's working. Yeah,
1: I think so. She got a test. a little slow.
0: Test email test.
1: Testing, testing, testing. one, two. Yeah, Yeah. testing. Yeah, so send me one, and then we'll answer your question.
0: Um, Gentleman writes, 62 years old, $30,000 in a gold IRA. Should I pull and keep it in a safety deposit box or leave it uh, for a while longer? God bless. God bless you. Thank you. That's very kind of you. We have a lot of folks in our audience who are very attuned. They are like-minded, and that's really cool. We were really cool. We had a client take us aside um, the week between Christmas and New Year's and thank us for our willingness to be Christian and willingness to be open about it. And he said, I'm sure you get some pushback. I said, "Not number one, not very often. And number two, not for very long because people think they can push. I'm the king of pushback. You want to push me? Ooh. Yeah, I'll stand up for what I believe in. That's real easy. Should he leave uh, his gold in the gold IRA? Should he cash it out and put it into a safety deposit box? Or are there other options? Mm,
1: I don't know. I don't want to talk about gold. Okay, and I will talk about it. Uh,
0: I'm not a fan of gold in any way, shape, or form. There's no such thing as a gold IRA. There are IRAs. It happens to be an IRA that holds gold. Yes. The fact that the company had to market itself as a gold IRA tells me a lot. That when when I find companies that are willing to um, be loose with the truth, uh, skate on the edges, uh, there are companies advertising on our very own radio station that are very loose with the truth. Uh huh. And they skate on the edges. Well, if you're loose with the truth about things that I absolutely can verify that you're loose with, why would I believe you on anything else? Because mm, yeah. if you're loose with that, because obviously you're loose because you're trying to make a buck. Yeah. My gold IRA, is, uh, yeah, uh, if we just say IRA, they know they can do it anywhere. Well, Let's call it a gold it IRA. It does
1: sound uh, fancy. Oh, it sounds fancy.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Well, which is why I guess I don't like it cause <laughs> I'm not a fancy guy. <laughs> That's not who we are. Yeah. Um, no, we're more uh, practical, more fundamental. Uh, number one, keep in mind that you these are not the only options. You do not have to, right. number one, keep it there or cash it in and put it in a safety deposit box. Um, cashing it in, of course, you pay tax, yada, yada, yada. Uh, leaving it in the gold IRA, I don't think you make a lot of traction. But let's be clear about a couple things before gene gets too confrontational um, if this thirty thousand dollars represents three percent of your investments leave it there let it go hopefully someday before you die it's worth something hopefully. that that's hopeful that's that's just that's uh, could be I mean lightning could strike Um if this is half of your investments, you have got to transfer that money, liquidate it, transfer that money to an IRA that's going to do something intelligent for you. So th- those are pretty radically different scenarios. Yep. It's, it's intended to demonstrate that there everybody is different. Everybody is unique. Everybody's scenario is radically different. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alyssa and I think very much alike. But we find ourselves in very different Mm -hmm. positions in life. We have very different uh, objectives. We have very different uh, issues that surround our our families, that surround our goals and our time frames. For example,
1: Gene is way older than me. Just just for one example.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, it's okay. (coughs) No. No, that's that's right. I'm taking a knee to the oh, just yes. They turn on you. Again, a softball. They turn on you. It was a softball. Uh, don't say softball. <laughs> oh, ouch. Ah, I know, and she seems so nice. Everybody says, "Oh, she sounds so nice." Yeah, don't let her fool you. Please, don't, don't, don't fall for that. Um. So, uh as you were saying. <laughs> uh, yes. It depends
1: on it depends. It comes back to the it depends. Sit
0: with somebody that you <clears throat> trust. Yep. Sit with somebody that you trust and make sure that you uh you review all of your options, not just the two that you mentioned. Uh by the way, uh one of our loyal listeners, with a big smile says, "Advent is the four weeks preceding Christmas. Uh-huh. Today is Epiphany."
1: Uh it's so great because I have an, other, an email that says the same thing. The 12th day of Christmas was yesterday. Today is Epiphany, celebrating the arrival of the wise men.
2: Ooh. Tomorrow
1: begins the season after Epiphany, or ordinary time. And the first Sunday of the season, which I was correct in saying, is the Baptism of the Lord Sunday. That comes from Jim, who's listening, and he is a pastor, so he knows.
0: That's That's really good.
1: And my email and works. Today's my email the works.
0: arrival of the wise men, and here on the radio show we have Alyssa who's just a wise ass. <laughs> which oh. is very, very similar, but totally different. Totally different. <sighs> you people have no idea what I put up with. <laughs> I <I'm> just <laughs> 833 707 7900. Gentleman writes, I own a home in Colorado where I always planned on retiring, but now I'm not moving back. Good for you. Stay with us. Mm-hmm. Stay here. I bought it for 200 grand, and as it was at the height of the market, it was estimated at 600 grand. It's been a rental since 2004 when I was, was deployed, obviously military service. Thank you for your service. And then transferred. The couple renting it are interested in buying. Given that prices are falling, could I be the lender? How would that work? Also, would my capital gains taxes on the sale be based on the entire sale price? And how would the mortgage payment be taxed? I wouldn't want a loan to last 30 or even 20 years, but 10 years of steady interest payments around 7% seems like a pretty good deal to me. Well, first of all, congratulations. You've got an investment. It's done very, very well for you. Colorado, yeah, you would expect that that would be the case in spite of the fact that they are an ultra-liberal progressive state that's trying to keep Donald Trump off of the ballot uh, using bogus claims uh, and that the uh, Supreme Court yesterday said, uh, pump your brakes, everybody. So he will stay on the um, primary ballot, whether he will be on the Ballot in uh, the fall is a different question that's yet to be decided. But despite the fact that Colorado is just populated by morons and and uh, progressives, it's still so beautiful. Oh, my gosh. It is just a beautiful, beautiful place to be.
1: I might want to run a marathon in Colorado in September. Uh, it's like ranked one of the most beautiful marathons in the world.
0: Where in Colorado?
1: Um, it's in... Boulder I think um but yeah cuz I think it's called the Boulderthon What's
0: what's the elevation cuz Denver's 5000
1: It's well it's not labeled as a high elevation course because it's in a valley <gasps> Oh so yeah. it's only
0: 4000
1: Yeah Um but I'm thinking about it uh, I saw some pictures and it looks You know
0: that awesome. our elevation here is like minus 6
1: Yeah I ran in Yellowstone um, and, but
0: you were running from a grizzly. So, no, I mean, that I was makes perfect just sense going for a run, just running for anyway, okay. anyway. So for this gentleman, can you be the lender? Sure. Yes. Very, very easily. Uh, I would strongly recommend that you use an attorney to represent you. Yes. Uh, as you make your decisions, think about yourself as a bank. What would a bank do Would a bank just go? Sure. And handshake. No. Are you out of your mind? <laughs> uh, they would have an attorney. On staff, but your attorney, you're going to employ to uh, create the mortgage, mm-hmm. create the note, file it at a courthouse, make everything tight and legal. Uh, before you even do that, though, you will um, do a credit check on the lend on the, the renter, the, in this case, the borrower, the purchaser of your home. You'll do a credit check. You'll do a background check. You'll do an employment verification. You'll do all the things that a bank would typically do uh, because you're a banker. This is a huge sum of money. The other thing that you will do that a bank would do is require a substantial down payment. Use $600,000 as an example. Sixty dollars is good. It's not great. $90,000 is better. It's still not great. A bank would look likely at 120,000 as a down payment. You should look at the same thing. You should be looking at the exact same thing. Your initial request should be I want 20% down. That's 100,000 120,000 bucks up front. If you can get 7%, I don't know what the current 30-year rate is.
1: I don't either. Yeah, let's
0: say it's 7. I don't think it is. I think it's below 7 now, but let's say you 6. Now, six is still a very good rate of return. You'd get steady payments for 10 years. Now, you don't want that to go out 20 or 30. I agree. I think that's very, very smart of you. But your borrower will not want to pay you over 10 years because the payments will be dramatically too high. Mm -hmm. So what you will request is a balloon payment. You will set up the payments as if they were paying you over 20 or 30 years and... The interest that they are paying will be as if they were paying for 20 or 30 years. The principal amount each month will be as if they were paying for 20 or 30 years. But at the end of the 10th year, they are required by the mortgage to refinance or cash out, if they have the money in the bank, and pay off whatever they owe you. So you have 10 years of steady income, and then you have a large payment in the 10th year for the balance of the mortgage. In the initial year that you would do this transaction, the one hundred and twenty thousand dollars is a portion of your um, profit. It's not all profit; is a portion. So let's use simple numbers. You paid two hundred. It's you're selling it for six hundred. Two thirds of your uh, return is a is a capital gain. One third is your cost basis. So in the initial year one third of 120 is 40 grand that comes back to you for cost basis. $80,000 is a capital gain. Every mortgage payment you get thereafter is split into two pieces. One is interest. That's ordinary income. And most of it's going to be interest. So you're going to pay a lot of tax on ordinary income. And then there's a small piece that's principal. And again, each principal payment that you get will be one third return of your cost basis, no tax (laughs) Two-thirds taxable. Pretty straightforward. Uh, Absolutely go through the process as if you were a bank. Absolutely use an attorney. Absolutely use a professional tax preparer so that you have all the documents that you need in advance before you head off to your tax preparer a year later and go, I kind of about a year ago set this up, but I don't really have the right numbers, but you guys will figure it out. And then they want to kill you, (laughs) throw you off Pike's Peak. Mm. Which, which would be really hard because it's not really sharp. It's, you would just roll for a while <laughs> or freeze. It's very cold up there. Mm. Uh, but bottom line is make sure that you're using professionals, make sure that you uh, um, do this uh, squeaky clean.
1: You should be fine. You explain that so gloriously well.
0: Been there, done that. I can tell. Yeah. That's <laughs> we, uh, and uh, Diane. If, if that is for real. Exactly. Uh, is a very, very willing. Uh, to assist uh, individuals who consult with her in advance of creating these kind of tax (laughs) headaches. And she is very reluctant to cut you a break when you just dump a pile of junk in her lap on April 11th.
1: That's not nice. No,
0: that's when she gets snarky. And since Gene has to live with her, he gets snarky. (laughs) snarkier
2: snarkier (laughs) 833-707-7900
0: how are you doing over
2: there?
1: I'm great I got emails coming in Nice. Um, would you like me to read this one? please Gene and Alyssa help when you were speaking of I-bonds I realized I purchased an I-bond in the past but cannot remember the details sad face (laughs) how can I access the information about how much I purchased Mm. when it matures and How to Redeem. Thank you for your assistance. Great show. Thank you.
0: Oh, you're very kind.
1: Um, I do know that a Treasury Direct account online can get you all of that information. What I don't know is if you bought your I-bonds, well, is, can, yes, the only way you can buy I-bonds now without a Treasury Direct account is if you buy them with your tax refund.
0: Which is incredibly rare. Yes. So you're right. Now you have to buy them direct online. Yes. She said she bought them in the past. Or he said. She said. Yes. They said. Right. So if
1: you were to create a Treasury direct account, if you don't already have one, will the information about your old I bonds be there?
0: Why are you asking me that question?
1: (laughs) Because you know everything. Please. Um,
0: I I I used to think I knew who you were, and then you attacked me so viciously. John's, John John's, John's is
1: taking Gene's side. That's For, not fair.
0: Well, it's not fair, but it's totally accurate.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I'm going to see if I can look that up um, to get an answer.
0: Uh, in the meantime, if you have not had your questions asked and answers, first of all, 833-707-7900. Lots of folks are uh, using our podcast uh, maybe as they're on the treadmill or maybe they're running or maybe they're just working out and they're catching we're now measuring uh our listeners on podcast by the hundreds that's very very kind of you so if you have not caught the entire show maybe you're just getting around or maybe you've been attending to getting ready for the impending storm um you may uh reference our show monday right around noon is when meg posts the show john gets uh John's very prompted that the show electronically is in our hands in a b- moments. And then Meg's picks that up and puts it on our show, uh, on our website, more than One of the things that most folks find um, uh, gosh, beneficial is the opportunity to connect directly with a financial advisor um, on the air. We are both by Uh, by our commitment to to, to giving the best information we can and by our limitations on how very little, even the most extensive email uh, can give us in terms of information, specific information about the folks who are asking questions. We're often very generic. We're giving you very general guidelines. It depends is one of our most valuable uh, comments. We've been using it almost since day one on more than money. And the uh, It Depends is incredibly important right up to the point where we're talking about you specifically. And we don't often talk, or we certainly don't talk enough, about the opportunity to sit with a financial advisor, sit with um, certainly face-to-face works the best. But we're increasingly assisting folks. I just saw an email... Um, gosh, do you have, we live in Westchester, PA. Is there any chance that you have a a recommendation for a reputable advisor in our area? And the answer is yes. (laughs) Her name is Alyssa Young. Her son attends Westchester (laughs) University. John attended Westchester University.
1: Greg's daughter attends Westchester (laughs) University. We have lots of
0: connections to Westchester. And for some folks, they go, oh, geez, you're like an hour away. First of all, if we were talking about, um, gosh, there seems to be a problem with your heart and the person who is the best at this is an hour away. So I'll, I'll drive there right now. This is your financial future. This is the heart of your financial future. This is whether or not you live uh, in in comfort and, uh, uh, and, uh, and ease or whether you outlive your money and life becomes very, very hard. So an hour away. But Zoom is everywhere and we're now... At Uh, I just added up, I think 17 states. We have clients in 17 states. So whether it's by phone or by Zoom or face-to-face, working with a financial advisor gets very specific very quickly. Yeah.
1: So I want to answer the question about the I-bonds. Go, please. Okay, so if you have an electronic I-bond, you'll get the information on your Treasury Direct online account. If you have a paper I-bond, you can look up its values etc online so there's a calculator for savings bonds and you can put in the serial number and all that good stuff if you don't know what your bond is which is what this email sounds like like you don't have the paper bond you don't have an account there is a treasury hunt tool online so you'll have to put in your information, and it will help identify if you own bonds in your name. And then you'll get the info you need to go from there to figure out the values. So, Excellent. There you go.
0: Well done indeed. Uh, the magic rectangle. hmm Fantastic. Um, there was an announcement made this week that J.P. Morgan, one of America's largest financial institutions, one of the world's largest financial institutions, uh, will be discontinuing their robo-advisor service. And that's a fascinating um, development in um, light of the fact that we are so often these days, particularly uh, inundated with AI. AI is going to be everywhere. AI is going to take over. AI is going to drive your cars. AI is going to pick your food. AI is going to be a replacement for human beings. And I'm here to tell you that I was very blessed, Uh, John Wolf, my doctor for 35 years, retired a couple of years ago, but for 35 years, I had an individual a gentleman I trusted and I saw eyeball to eyeball every six months for 35 years. And he attended to me and, and in many ways, the fact that I'm happy healthy hundred as my goal um, is a tribute to his uh, willingness and, and skills and observations of, hey, this, yeah, the numbers are okay, but I'm thinking this. And the fact that J.P. Morgan has walked away from the robo-advisor, I think, tells us a lot about how much people value relationships, Hmm. value the humanity, value uh, shared values, like-minded people, and the opportunity for you to sit with someone that shares your values, uh, puts you first, fiduciary of course but put you first put your needs your wishes your goals first is is pretty rare these days but it is uh, <laughs> it is available and and it's available in the more than money world headquarters. if you would like to avail yourself of that opportunity you can certainly send me an email gene at askmtm.com. you can check us out on our website check out the entire team. it's rather impressive. MoreThanMoneyOnline.com MoreThanMoneyOnline.com And you can always go old school. 610-746-7007 610-746-7007 Folks, thanks for sharing part of your soon-to-be-snowy weekend with us. And we'll see you next time right here on More Than Money.